0: It's super easy. Just visit Serial Napper on your Spotify app and click the button at the top that says exclusive episodes for subscribers. Don't use Spotify for your listening? No problem. Just visit patreon.com serialnapper to get your episodes ad-free and enjoy uninterrupted storytelling while you get your naps in. Mother's Day is almost here. Have you found that truly special sentimental gift for your mom yet? Don't worry, I got you. MyLifeInABook.com is a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Here's how it works. Every week, MyLifeInABook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions that you want to ask. And then, she can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges that she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and your children can treasure forever. Your mom has given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I loved this idea so much that I've started my own My Life in a Book for my children to have. The thought of my son and daughter being able to learn about my life story as they grow into their own adulthood is truly special. It's been an enjoyable journey of self-reflection for me too, with questions like, which one event made the greatest impact on your life? It's brought back memories I didn't even know I had. I love it, and I know your mother will too. Hey everyone, I'm Nikki Young and this is Serial Napper, an international true crime podcast. Tonight, we're talking about a double homicide. What started out as a fun TikTok trend quickly turned into a grisly discovery that many thought was fake at first, including myself. A manifestation phone app, a viral video, a suitcase, and two dismembered bodies, The reason for all of this seems so unbelievable. Is there more to this story? Let's talk about the latest updates in the case of the murders of Austin Wenner and Jessica Lewis. Before we jump into tonight's story, we have a new sponsor, and I swear I always say I love such and such sponsor, but I'm seriously stoked about featuring a cool Plague Doctor character named Patchwork. I'm a big fan of wearing somewhat morbid swag, and once you see Patchwork, you're going to want to walk around wearing him too. He's got the iconic Plague Doctor mask with the beak, glowing yellow eyes, a feather in his hat, and a spade card. You can find t-shirts, tanks, decor, lots of cool stuff with Patchwork the Plague Doctor. The creator behind Patchwork has a shop set up on Teespring, which provides high-quality swag at a great price. So go check it out and support small creators. Every time you do, a real live person does a happy dance. I'm serious. The link to the shop is tpublic.com user patchwork dash s dash wares. I'll also have the link in my show notes to make it easy. All right, let's jump into it. Are you guys on TikTok? I'm on it, but not really. I just don't have the creativity or talent to put anything cool together. You'd be surprised what kind of stuff goes viral there. Dumb dances, lip syncing. It's weird. I mostly just use it to look at puppy videos, to be honest with you. However, over the summer, I stumbled across a really strange video. I initially thought it had to be fake. It was too crazy. And you'd be surprised at the lengths people go to just to go viral on TikTok. Also... I got a puppy. (laughs) Sorry, this is kind of um, random, but she is going crazy in her dish bowl. So I hope it's not showing up on audio here. But if you hear a little something in the background, that is my puppy. And I'm so sorry. I'm going to try to edit it out as much as I can. All right. So in this video that I was talking about, there's two young teenagers and they're seen using the app called Randonautica. I had never heard of this app before because, well, I'm old, but according to their website, Randonautica is the world's first quantumly generated choose your own adventure reality game. Ugh, that's a mouthful. (laughs) Sounds fancy, doesn't it? But basically, the app gives you random coordinates to go and explore. You're supposed to try to manifest what you might find at these coordinates. I actually do believe in the law of attraction and manifestation, so you bet your girl is gonna have to give this app a try. But anyway... An example would be if you're looking for guidance on what career path you should choose. You try to manifest the answer. The app gives you the coordinates and your answer might just be there. Does it work? Well, probably sometimes at least. Now, it's a trend to record yourself going to the coordinates given to you from this app. So... As I was saying, these two or three teenagers, they record themselves going to the coordinates given to them from the Rando Nautica app, which lead them to a West Seattle beach on June 19th. At one point, you see the teens come across a strange black suitcase. Sort of looks like it's just misplaced and it's resting atop a patch of seaweed-entangled rocks. They're laughing and joking about what might be in it as they move closer to it. Initially, they joke that it may contain cash. I mean, that's kind of what I would have thought. But when they opened it, they were concerned about the overwhelming smell coming from it. They begin opening it with the use of a stick and see that it contains a bunch of things, objects, that are wrapped in a garbage bag. Even though they couldn't tell exactly what was in the garbage bags, the smell pretty much gives it away, and so they call the police. That's pretty much the end of the video and all that we get to see. This video went viral, as you can imagine. It had over 30 million views the last time I checked. And although it has been taken down by the original poster or maybe TikTok, it's obviously still floating around on the internet. Nothing is ever really deleted from the internet. So if you feel the urge to go watch it, I'm sure you can find it with a quick Google. So... After the video, the police come out to investigate. It took them a while to get there because a random suitcase isn't necessarily an emergency. And they didn't know what they'd find. But when they arrived, it was revealed that the suitcase and a second piece of luggage found at the same location in Duwamish Head, Seattle, contained dismembered body parts wrapped in plastic garbage bags. The remains belonged to longtime couple Jessica Lewis, 35 years old, and Austin Wenner, 27 years old. According to the medical examiner's office, Jessica Lewis's cause of death was from multiple gunshot wounds, while Austin Wenner died of a single gunshot wound. Officials estimated that the two died around June 10th, which is around nine days before the suitcase was discovered. So, who were Jessica Lewis and Austin Wenner, and how did they end up shot and stuffed into this suitcase? I think the victims in this story have really been lost amongst that viral video, so let's take a little bit of time to talk about them. Because unfortunately, now and forever, the names of Austin Wenner and Jessica Lewis will be tied to being found in a suitcase in a TikTok video. Now, Jessica Lewis was known to her friends and family as Jessie. She was the mother of four, two who have graduated from high school, one who is still in middle school, and one who's old enough to know what's going on. She was like the most caring person, said her Aunt Gina. She was known to have a big heart and worked with developmentally disabled adults. Austin Wenner, who everyone knew as Cash, was Jessie's longtime boyfriend. He also had a child, although it's unclear just how much he was in the child's life. Nonetheless, he was a father. Jesse and Cash had actually been together for eight years, which is a pretty long time to be in a relationship. They were known to have a lot of ups and downs over those eight years, but they were pretty much inseparable. They went everywhere together, and many people thought that they were so in sync they could literally finish each other's sentences or knew what the other was thinking. He had faith, a big heart, and loved the outdoors, Country music, campfires, trucks, dogs, Jessica and his family, Cash's mother said in a statement. The Wenner family has mostly kept very quiet and private as they mourn the murder of their son. Both Jesse and Cash's family had seen the news about this viral TikTok video and the suitcase found on the beach, but nobody had even considered that it could be their loved ones in the suitcase. Sure, they hadn't heard from Jesse or Cash for about a week, but the pair were adults. Nothing was really out of the ordinary. They always spent a lot of time together anyway, so it wouldn't have been abnormal to not see them for a week. When the news broke that the bodies belonged to those of Jesse and Cash, everyone was shocked. Nobody had any idea of anyone who might want to hurt either of them. the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn and has been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, and more. Rosetta Stone helps you to think in the language you're learning using an intuitive process that's designed for long-term retention. Their built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation so that you're easily understood by native speakers. They have convenient desktop and app options so you can learn on the go and they offer a lifetime membership that includes all 25 languages at an incredible value. And now you can save even more with 50% off. Don't put off learning that language, Sunnier, warmer days are almost here. Why not get a head start on looking and feeling your best this summer by trying something new like Factor's no prep, no mess meals that are ready to eat in just two minutes? Get a helping hand to meet your wellness goals with Factor's chef crafted meals that include different nutritional options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. As you can imagine, the first people they looked at for suspects were the teens who found the suitcase, but they were very quickly able to rule them out. Then police focused on that app that the teens were using, the one that gives you the random coordinates to go to. Had someone maybe used the app to lure the teens to the body? Let's talk a little bit more about this Rando Nautica app. Now you guys, I consider myself to be a fairly smart individual, but I'm having a hell of a time with this app. I can't tell if there is actually something to it or if it's just a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. They use a lot of big words and spiritual jargon on their website, but what does it all mean? Randonautica instructs users to have a purpose in mind when they set out on their choose-your-own-adventure reality game. Many of the resulting TikTok videos have this sort of Blair Witch Project vibe, with random knots running across spooky or unexplained sightings. But think about it. Who is going to bother posting about finding yourself at a Walmart parking lot or something equally as boring? And if they did, the video likely wouldn't get any traction or attention anyway. So yes, I'm sure sometimes people find something significant, but I think it's mostly a bust. And when police investigated the app, they pretty much discovered the same thing. The coordinates given by the app are completely random, and it was just a fluke that these teens discovered the suitcase while using it. And while the family of the victims has always been really thankful that the bodies were discovered by the teens, they also pleaded with both TikTok and the video creators to take it down. Gina, Jesse's aunt, made repeated requests to TikTok to remove the video. The social media platform fired back that the video had not been removed because it didn't violate their guidelines. The company said, We found that the video did not violate our guidelines as it did not include any visuals of the remains. We have been in touch with the family to explain this decision. Cool. Real nice TikTok. But after a lot of pressure from the public, the video was finally taken down from the app. I'm unsure if it was TikTok who took it down or the user, but it's not there anymore. Unfortunately, like I said, as everyone knows, videos on the internet are never really gone, but at least it's a start. So if it wasn't the teens who put the body there, and it wasn't someone hacking the app to lead them to the body, who killed Jesse and Cash? It turns out the killer was much closer to home. Police arrested Michael Lee Dudley, 62 years old, at his Burian residence on August 19th. Dudley was Jesse and Cash's landlord. They had been renting a room from him at his home since December 2019. The motive for the killings is not yet fully known, but charging documents have said that evidence shows the defendant was angry with the victims for not paying rent and for bringing potential criminal activity to the home. The documents then go on to say the defendant, likely with the aid of others, dismembered the two victims after he killed them by shooting them. He then separated their bodies into multiple bags and suitcases and tried to hide them in different bodies of water. This process would have taken a lot of time and effort, and his willingness to take these extreme steps demonstrates the threat he poses to the community. The atrocities inflicted on the bodies of the victims after their murder has greatly increased the anguish and suffering of their families. This case is still under active investigation, and additional charges may be forthcoming. So, how did they finally get to Dudley as a suspect? How did they discover that he is the one behind the killings? Well, witness interviews led police to him. One witness reported that Jesse and Cash had said the homeowner, Dudley, was quote-unquote, "...kind of crazy." Another witness, who was friends with Dudley, but did not know Jessie or Cash, said she moved her belongings into Dudley's residence on June 9th. Dudley appeared to have defensive wounds on his body. The witness then took a shower, and when they opened the door to the upstairs bedroom she would be staying in, the witness told police in the middle of the room was heaps of clothing, but she could see the figure of a person under there with a bloody hand sticking out of the clothes. The witness told Dudley what she had seen and kind of made a joke out of fear, and Dudley laughed. He just laughed. Later that night, Dudley asked her if there was someplace else she could go as he needed to, quote-unquote, clean up the mess. This is when the witness left the residence. And I assume called police. So, this landlord, Dudley, literally got into a fight with Jesse and Cash. He then beat them, he shot them, apparently had left their bodies under a pile of clothing, which this witness saw, and asked the witness to leave so that he could, quote-unquote, clean up the mess. When the witness was out of the home, he dismembered the couple, put them in suitcases, and left the suitcases on the beach. A search warrant for the home was served on August 19th and detectives found bullet holes, bullet strikes, spent rounds, and blood in the Blue Room, which is where Jesse and Cash had been staying. While serving the warrant, neighbors went up to detectives and said that they had actually called 911 to report hearing gunfire from within the house on June 9th. They alleged they also heard a man yelling, please don't do this, just let me leave. So... Why did this happen? The landlord, Dudley, told police that he was charging Jesse and Cash $1,500 a month for rent, but they were not able to pay it. He also said he did get into arguments with the victims, but he denied having been involved in the death of them. I mean, going to such lengths over $1,500 seems a little excessive, doesn't it? But It does seem that Dudley did have a violent past before committing these grisly murders. His ex-girlfriend, Marlies Gordon, recalled an incident in 2016 that led to Dudley being arrested and charged with assault. This is a quote from her. He started to hit me and grabbed my hair and my head. He threw me on the floor and hit my head into the hardwood floor. He threw me and my stuff on his patio out the door and came out and hit my head on the patio, did that with one hand, and held a gun in another. She also describes Dudley as having an intense personality, being extremely intelligent and well-connected. His past prior convictions, aside from assault, include carrying a concealed weapon in a vehicle, taking a vehicle for temporary use, vehicle theft, and a conviction for DUI, so... He wasn't new to breaking the law, although this is quite a leap over a $1,500 missed payment. Michael Dudley has been charged with two counts of first-degree murder, but he's entered a not-guilty plea. He remains in King County Jail on a $5 million bail. This is still an ongoing investigation, so we don't have all of the details yet, but of course we're expected to hear more as it goes to trial, so I'll make sure I keep all of you posted. To finish this episode off, I'd like to play you some words directly from Jesse's aunt Gina. I don't want them to be just remembered as uh, you know plastic bags that's that's not who they were these were actual people and i want everyone to know that that's it for tonight I want to once again thank tonight's sponsor. You guys, go grab your cool merch with the plague Doctor character patchwork. Support small artists. It's important. I have their link in my show notes, so go check it out. If you want to reach out, you can find me on Facebook at Serial Napper. You can also search for me on Apple or Spotify. Check me out on Twitter at Serial underscore Napper, or I'm on YouTube, Nikki Young, Serial Napper, all one word. Until next time, don't be a dommer. Bye.